0: Hello, hello, hello! What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the One Up Sales Development Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Jackson. Today is a beautiful day in Southern California. It's currently Friday, August second, and hey, look, it's the beginning of the month. So, for today's episode, what I really want to talk about, and hopefully to help others out there too, is a big, big, big factor in um, sales and, you know, whether it's in sales or personal life, I truly believe this topic is very, very, very important, both inside and out. It changed my life about two years ago and I hope it would help you too as well. And this topic is personal development. Now, first things first, uh, when you think about it, personal development, what is personal development? Well, for me, the way I see it is working towards and achieving a goal. You write down a goal. You're Working backwards, you're executing accordingly, exactly know where it's at. First things first, you got to have a vision, a vision, a vision where you can see exactly where you're at, exactly where you want to be, exactly where you want to go, and exactly what you want to do. And personal development is one of that. It's for both inside and out, and it relates to being a self-development rep and to the success of an SDR too, from what I found routinely with other successful SDRs out there. So... Great topic. And again, this is a passion sales podcast for sales, sales strategy, sales development, but also personal development. And this is exactly what I'm putting in there. So, personal development. Uh, as for me, you know, I started out in retail sales and uh, I want to take this moment and give a shout out I, to uh, this person specifically. I gave him a shout out before and just want to do it again. And this is to uh, James Baldwin. <laughs> James, if you're listening to this podcast, man, I gotta have you on one of my episodes one of these days. And the reason why is that we can relate so much. So for those who know James, um, he's really big in the sales development community as of right now. You can see all the content he's been pushing on LinkedIn. And I was first I first heard about James on a podcast of the Sales Development Podcast with Dave Delaney, who's the other person who influenced me to help me uh, push out for this podcast as well. And James Baldwin, so when it comes to sales development, SDRs, BDRs, ADRs, whatever you want to call it, that strategic outbound prospecting, sometimes inbound, uh, on a mass scale with the tech tools that we have today that they didn't have before. And James Baldwin, so typically in the sales development world, what happened is that it's known as an entry-level sales road. You want to just break into tech and you want to just get your feel for sales which is true, which is definitely true, and typically uh, when that happens, it's kids fresh out of college who doesn't have any sales experience or anything like that. It's uh, considered an entry-level role, and the majority of the environment that you can expect is a lot of young heads, such as you know, 22, 23, 24. 24-year-olds coming in, just banging out the phones, learning, sculpting, and you know no sales experience whatsoever. For James, he's actually been in the retail game. Uh, he started out in the retail sales for quite some time. So, I believe he has his fair share of sales pretty good. I think it was about probably 10 years now, I'm not mistaken. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but a great thing I really love about James Baldwin is that he started as a, I, I, I believe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he started as an SDR, as a 30-year-old SDR. So... <laughs> There's <laughs> something I probably want to talk about too because um, another shout out too for uh, my boy Jeremy Le- Levio. Uh, he started out as SDR, I think, like in his mid-20s too as well, so 26, 27. But I truly believe it's very common and there's positives and mixed too. But I truly believe there's, uh, there's a lot of trade-offs when it comes to that and it's it's definitely okay. And the reason I want to say that because when I broke into sales as an SDR, I was 29 years old. <laughs> So, yeah, but you know, just like James, myself. So, James Baldwin, he started out in retail sales, Verizon. I believe he worked his way up from lead lead to team lead to uh, store manager and just killing it in sales. And I have a lot of love and respect for retail sales because that's a true, real grind too, that face to face engagement. You know, you got to go ahead and come up with all these packages or uh, bundles and just this is what you have, this is what I can do for you, and just moving forward. And uh, he was able to break out into BDB and then start out as an SDR, worked his way up to be a lead, and I believe now recently uh, started a new job, um, got a new position over at, I uh, forgot where's it's at, but yeah, he actually started out a new position. Actually, you know what? Let me uh, look that up real quick here. So James Baldwin, here it is. Yep. So James worked his way up, started as SDR, Enterprise SDR, became a Enterprise BDR, BDR manager. Worked down into his network, and I believe he went through some uh, company restructuring, which uh, sometimes is very, uh, you know, it's very common. And sometimes when things like that happen, it's a negative effect. I'm not quite sure what happened, but uh, I saw him post out in one week that he was look reach out to his network, and uh, he took the Gary V approach, and it was very, very, very effective. And I want to give a shout out to Gary V on that too. It's uh, he what James did was uh, he did a jab, 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 right hook, and to the concept of that, what Gary Vee mean is always give, 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 ass. And in sales nowadays, especially with other SDRs, brand new SDRs too, I'm not shaming anyone. It's always coming up with the same thing. They're always they're always um they're always right hook, right hook, right hook, you know, they're ass, 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 ass. But James, he took this approach and uh, it was very effective. He always jab, 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 jab. All he always did was always providing content on LinkedIn, give, 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 give with no expectations of having anything in return. And when the time do comes for it, he comes with that ass and bang! I believe like within one week, he was able to uh, start a brand new role as a client SDR manager for the sales developers. And for those who doesn't know what the sales developer is, uh, I believe it's pretty much a you know I'm not sure quite too. I was looking at it earlier, but it says uh, in two thousand and seven wrote a selling book outbound sales while fundamental formula. We're the team called a pound of BDB organizations actively investing in growth when needed. I believe it's probably like helping out with other new SDRs or something like that. But anyways, James Baldwin, congratulations! Uh, You've always been a big hero of mine. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Uh, you know, you came from the retail space, and so did I. We broke into BDB, and I remember when I first connected with James Baldwin. This is before. This is after my ADP internship, and he was always very, very, very helpful. Asked him for some help and he was able to give me some guidance a little bit here and there. And I uh, truly respect that, you know, given that he's a busy guy. I think he's probably around 32 right now or 31 or 32. Not quite sure, but it's funny because I can relate. Um, and he had a podcast and it's funny. He So James Baldwin has a podcast too for where sales professional sales um, share sales stories. And the great thing about that is it's called a, the Lunch Break Podcast. And <laughs> it's funny because I've, always wanted to do a podcast but never put a trigger and after James launched out I was like oh snap you know what I need to start prepping and running for mine so James uh, congratulations Um, job well done you executed the Garrett V uh, mythology uh, really 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 effectively and uh, that went well it went really good yeah but anyways back to uh, personal development so for when it comes to SDR to truly be a successful SDR you gotta have and take this concept into heart so what is uh, personal development? Personal development is taking it to the next step, doing exactly what you have to do to move forward, to level up, to you know learn and execute accordingly, and just being able to do something that you weren't able to do yesterday. And just moving up from a skill set. And first things first, you got to have that vision, right? Where you want to go, who you want to be, what you want to do. And uh, for me... You know, I'm an SDR as of well right now. My clear vision—I see myself in the future that I want to be an AE, and that's a very common step in the SDR world uh, for people coming to sales. they go SDR to AE, SDR to AE, uh, some customer success, and some SDR manager, and now the growing, booming SDR enablement, which is helping new SDRs onboard in a timely fashion, manner in an effective model way. So. For me, I see, okay, you know what, I want to be an AE, but I know for a fact it's not going to happen overnight. So how am I going to do that? Well, I need to work in reverse. I need to take steps back. And I write down my goals. Goals are really, really, really important, you guys. And we'll dive deep into that in a few moments where, you know, you got to go ahead and to truly be effective, you got to write down your goal. And we'll go ahead and dive to that in a few moments. But yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to talk about is personal development. So for me, it's like okay, what does it take to be an AE? Well, you have to start first as an SDR, and it has to, you have to be able to perform and hit your numbers and hit your metrics, which is one way to do it. But you know, to really really maximize and be strategic, you gotta know exactly what to do and how to do it. But you gotta be able to test things, and you gotta be mindful. For instance, let's say um, let's say you're an SDR, you're reaching out to one specific account, and there's four key players that you want to reach out to. But every time when you bust that cold call, there's only one line to do so or there's no extension. So every time you call in, the gatekeeper will always pick up, right? So for if you got four people in that same specific account and there's only one number to reach them through the phone, and if you first call them and then the gatekeeper picks up and you ask for you know Bob and she goes, all right, well, Bob's not here, da-da-da, and you're like, okay, well, who should I be speaking to? And then she already knows you and you're getting to know her. You don't want to be calling back and be like, Oh yeah, can I speak to Sally? Oh, can I speak to Mike? Oh, can I speak to Todd? You want to go ahead and just uh, spread that out, you know, and that's what separates you from an ordinary SDR to a brand new SDR is you're very mindful and you're being tactical and for instance, I'll give you an example. Let's say if I go ahead and reach out for Bob Hi, this is uh, Kate. How can I help you? Hey Kate, how's it going? Um, it's Jackson. I'm, I'm guessing Bob's not around? Oh yeah, 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 you know what? Uh, he's actually not here right now. Can I get leave a voicemail? You know what, Kate? I'm not even sure if he's the right person I should be speaking to. Would it be alright if I uh, explain the reason for my call, and then perhaps maybe you can help? And when it comes to Gatekeeper, you guys, you guys, you want to be friends with Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper are your best friends. They, if you talk to them right, and you take care of them, and you treat them right, they'll give you all the information you need. Sometimes even things that you didn't even know in the first place that they'll just give to you. You know? And I'll give you an example. And uh. I have to give a shout-out to my SDR manager, Travis Flack. <laughs> Travis, if you're listening to this, I just want to say, give you a shout-out. I just want to say thanks for everything, man. I, uh, I really love you for everything you've done and helping scoping me um, for the day from that I'm doing today. And this is how to be talking with a gatekeeper. And when it comes to talking with gatekeepers, you guys, you don't want to talk through them. You don't want to talk over them. You don't want to talk under them. What you want to do is talk to them. So, what does that mean? All right, so let's put our face, uh, let's put our feet down in as if we're a gatekeeper, right? You know, you're a gatekeeper. Let's say we have a CEO, Bob, sitting in the back, and we're a gatekeeper. We're sitting on a desk. So, what do we know? What's our job? What's our job responsibility? Well, our job responsibility is for number one, keep people like you out and away. (laughs) That's number one. but... Number two, you got to know how to talk to them. And being talked to them is, number one, you, you, you always got to ask for permission. Because we have this correlate in our brain as, you know, going back to the ancient days to when we're a hunter and gatherers, we're walking in a bush, right? And all of a sudden, a group of people, another group of savage people just pop out of nowhere. It's like, oh, sh- damn, what the hell is this? Like, all of a sudden, you're alert. It's like, okay, our brain says we are going to have to go fight or fleet. So what are we going to do? So we're aware. We're like, okay, we have our guards up. We don't know. We're watching out. Like, okay, we better be careful. Okay. That's how it is. It's, that's how it always been. It's just we're more modernized nowadays. And we have to do the same thing. We have to take a nice approach. So let's say, you know, it's like when the, um, the pilgrims come and hit with the Indians, right? Indians got the guards up, pulling up the bows and arrows, rocks on the side, ready to tackle, ready to die, ready to kill. And I'm not sure if the story is, um, is fully, truly correct not, but it's to the best of my recollection from what I understand back in high school. They came in like, hey, we came in peace. We want a peace. We want to, you know, help and exchange and grow each other and uh, we're better off together. And I believe uh, the pilgrims taught them how to grow crops or it might be somewhere the way around, but it was a trade and that's how uh, Thanksgiving was born from the day today we know it. <laughs> but yeah, so... What I truly find that's been working out, thanks to uh the training that I've been receiving from my current uh, uh sales development manager, um, to how to talk to the gatekeepers real quick, you know. So let's say we're let's say if my persona I'm reaching out is a marketing persona, right? Straight in marketing, my messaging to the marketer would probably sound something like, Hey Bob, how's it going? Um, the reason for my call is we work with our company as X, Y, and Z. Typically, when I speak with them, the thing that they bring up is that uh, the challenges that they typically arises that uh, they they come into um, you know have trouble with marketing innovations, uh, trying being able to track marketing ROI, and just uh, creating brand awareness. But more importantly, keeping yourself aside as a separation to your competition to stand out, Uh, something like that, right? In terms of marketing, and if a gatekeeper picks up. You don't want to tell them that sh- that stuff, you know? They're going to they're look at you and stare at you and be like, uh, okay, sure, yeah, what, whatever, what's your number? You know, if they ever ask for your number, that's an uh, F off, that's an F off question. So, great, let me have your number, just take your number, alright, cool, I'll see you later. Just going to F off, scratch it off, rip it off, or send me an email, great, that's, a, that's an F off thing, you know. But to talk to the gatekeeper, you want to go ahead and first things first, ask for permission, remember that brain that goes fight or fleet. We want to disarm them. And let's say, um, say the gatekeeper's name is Sally, right? So, uh, thanks for calling. This is Sally. How can I help you? Hey, Sally. This is Jackson. I'm guessing Bob's not around. No, he's not. But well, would you like his voicemail? You know what, Sally? Pre- I'm not even sure if Bob's the right person I should be speaking to. Would it be all right if I explain the reason for my call and perhaps maybe you can help? Yeah, sure. What are you looking for? Yeah, so my company's with X, Y, and Z. I'm looking for the person in charge of this. That's it. Simple, straight to the gut, I'm looking for the person who's in charge of this. Would that be Bob or is there someone better suited? Oh, yeah, sure, that'd be great, da-da-da. Or, how can I help you? How are you uh, who are you calling for? And you know, if, you're, if there's someone that, um, if it's a gatekeeper that you're starting to build a relationship with and you know and you're you know, calling them every other day for a different persona and uh, you know, sometimes you want to mess around just brighten up their day because gatekeepers get pounded on the phone all day, every day all day every day. And you wanna stand out from this, you know, person who's code calling, right? Because all you're gonna do is ask, it's Bobbin, it's Bobbin. Okay, cool. Take down my number. It's Bobbin, it's Bobbin, it's Bobbin. It's always Dim, 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 Dim. And nothing about her. You know? Nothing about him. Whoever the, whoever the gatekeeper is. You wanna to talk to them, not through them. Okay? And I found out that's been working too and sometimes you can and you can even probe. Uh for us, uh you know, we're uh platinum uh, Salesforce platinum level uh For us here at Silverline, we're a Salesforce Platinum-level partner. So, you know, um, sometimes I just probe them, be like, hey, is that the person you want to be speaking to? Or, hey, um, are you familiar with CRM? Who's the person in charge of CRM? Or who would be better suited than CRM? Whatever your uh, product may be, if it's marketing or operations or something smooth, like, hey, who's in charge of operations? Or who's in charge of IT? You know, just make it simple for them. And that's what I've been found that's been working. Um, Yeah. So that's how it is and next thing i want to talk about personal development and goals is that it's writing down your goals and this changed my entire life you guys so i've been in sales for about seven years now started out in retail sales over at t-mobile breaking plan and i've always been huge on personal development about taking it to the next step that's the mindset you gotta have you always go okay this is where i want to go this is what i want to be and what does it take to be there you work backwards, and then you start executing accordingly. So you have the vision. It's super clear. It's always there. But when you execute the path, it's fuzzy. It's cloudy. You can't really see. But as you work towards it, it gets more clear and clear. And you got to keep working towards it, okay? If you give up on your dream and your vision, that's it. It's gone. This is where a lot of SDRs tend to fail. And this is where I see where a lot of SDR find out, you know what? This is not for me. I'm out. And you gotta be able to take the hit. You gotta have that strict mindset. You gotta be a goal getter. Keep going. But more importantly, you gotta be a huge team player. Share best practices. And more importantly, you gotta hold yourself accountable. If something happens that's bad and it's your fault, admit it. Don't blame it on other people. Don't blame it on another person. Just admit it. You gotta do it. Um, you know, that's uh being accountable and be like, Hey, um, hey, Mr. Manager, you know what? I'm so sorry, I uh I understand that you told me this is what I was supposed to say when this happened. However, I uh, juked up, I failed. And I'm hoping, can you help me out with that? That right there is huge. Holding yourself accountable, that mindset right there. It's great. It builds trust. It builds rapport with your inner selves. Not only just your inner self, but with your team. Letting them know that you're reliable and that they can rely on you. And rather than just, yeah, you know what? I was going to say that. But it was hot today, so you know, I just I just couldn't do it. Or, you know, I banged so many calls I was pretty tired or I was working on email or I was distracted from this and that, whatever. You know, blaming on other things, that doesn't really make sense or can make sense I guess, but holding yourself accountable is part of personal development too as well. And to level up too, another thing that I found that works is um obviously it's reading. You know, you gotta you gotta be able to read. Uh, you gotta love reading and for me. I, growing up in school, it was rough, It's was tough, I never read before, barely read, but starting the past previous two years or so, I started reading slowly by slowly, but now I read like on a daily and on a weekly. I'm always reading, constantly thinking, what can I do next, what can I level up? And I'll give you an example right now. So over here, um, I'm currently in the banking industry, the financial services industry, uh, towards specifically banking and lending right now. And I wanna get into the mindset of the bankers and if you listen to my previous episode, that alright I right, threw it out there is that I'm gonna be uh, connecting with my uh, some of my network soon, which I am. Uh, we're gonna go out for coffee soon. But taking it to the next step, I realized all these personas I'm speaking with a lot of them had to be commercial bankers. So you know, you want to know what I did? Went to Amazon and bought How to Be a, Bank, a Commercial Banker book, fifteen bucks, not bad. It's gonna be sending home on Monday, and I'm not I don't see it as an expense. I see it as an investment. Because for me, what better way to sell is to get your foot in the door and knowing exactly what they do to talk their language and, more importantly, become an industry expert. This takes me back to one of the other sales development. Uh, I believe it's actually from Scott Ingram, The Sales Success Story. Scott Ingram, he only interviews. um, So The Sales Success Story is a top one. uh, uh, It's a sales success podcast, and he only interviews the top 1% of the individual contributor in that specific industry and role. And I believe one of this uh, episode that he, uh, you know, I'm trying to clear my, I think it was, I believe it was Scott Ingram's, yeah, not David Delaney's. Um, but this episode is for this person who's well known to close one of the biggest Salesforce deal ever. And I believe it's a multi-million dollar deal. And it was in the financial services, specifically in insurance. I um, forgot who the person's name was, I'm drawing a blank pull it up later actually do research if you do actually reach out to me and ask and i'll be happy to help <laughs> You can catch me on linkedin or whatever and then um, i'll be happy but check this out so this is what this guy did uh he was an account executive for uh, salesforce right and he had this really hot lead there's a huge multi-billion dollar uh financial service industry selling insurance and what happened was you know what the deal might even be a billion I forgot but what happened was um so what happened was the financial service, uh, the, the workers, the sales professionals, they already had a CRM in place. And, you know, it's, they're they're having complaints. And then uh, the other guy from Salesforce, he was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to take it back. Um, I'm going to invest in myself. So he's working full time as a Salesforce AE. And what he did was what others didn't do, what others wouldn't do. And that's how you got to do it. If you want things you never had, you have to do things you never did. And what he did was he got licensed. He studied, went out, took the test, got licensed to be an insurance broker, joined working for that company part-time. Can you can you see that already? So he joined the company part-time, right? He got himself inside the motherland, inside the house, inside the womb. And he was able to work and experience it firsthand 1st first. not sure if he sold any insurance. Probably did. But... <laughs> is sick well driven he was able to just pinpoint everything down took notes from everybody got got notice from everyone you know and just took it down so and go oh my god this is it this is how salesforce is gonna do it strategically you gotta have to got to have that person who gather information right that's what sdrs and aes do we're gathering information we're getting to know what's the pain point what's the wound what does the wound look like and then we scratch the wound and get more information right we're always we're always digging towards that pain point. But this guy specifically went all the way down into Salesforce, went to the financial service industry, got licensed, worked there, and then used the platform himself and said, all right, you know what? Now it's time. He built up a presentation. Everything was smooth. He just threw it all over it was like water, it's like music to their ears, and finally booked himself a meeting, I believe, with the person who's in charge. Uh, I believe it's the CIO. And he went up there and was like, hey, you know what, this is what you have, this is what we can do, I understand your role, I understand what's needed, this is what it would look like in an RN. And then bang, just like that, he was able to close it, and I believe it's still the biggest record to today. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I truly believe uh, it, it. that's what he said. Yep, and I believe it was on a sales success story, so that was huge, that was great, yeah, so... That's uh, part, part of personal development, and another great thing to become an SDR, right? What you want to do. So, you always want to. So, I want to talk about um, writing down goes. So, first things first, I want to give a shout out is to this significant person who's not alive anymore. His name is Jim Rohn. And for those who does not know who Jim Rohn is, go ahead and just type in Jim Rohn Motivation and uh, just look him up on YouTube. That's exactly the person who changed my life. He was the one that introduced me to personal development. And for me, my first podcast hearing ever was uh Gary V. You know, he's motivated, right? Motivation, motivation. You're great, man, you can do it. Don't worry, you don't need it. F what everyone said, F your parents, don't go to college. Things like that, right? And <laughs> that was awesome. That was my first experience with podcasts I started, podcasting, you know, content every day, every day, pumping your brain. And so that, I got into that, and then the Jordan Harbinger Show, too. He's a great podcaster, too, for those who want to, you know, broad out the horizon. The Jordan Harbinger Show, he talks about social engineering, the power of networking, and just staying in touch, truly being a people person on a mass scale. Like, for instance, you have like a thousand friends, but he's always staying in touch and going out for lunch here and there. And the people he interviews is um, from all places and backgrounds. Well, a few of my favorite episodes from the Jordan Harbinger Show would be with uh, Jim Quick. Jim Quick talks about your brain and how to exercise your brain and how to you have your daily routine. And that's great too. So Jim Quick, uh, that's one of my favorite. Another was Simon Sinek. You start with why. That's a great one too. Uh, you talk about, you know, people do not what they do, but why do you do it. And that's what separates you for part. But you got to know your why. You got to know where your why. You got to know what your why is. But, yeah, and um, just talking through podcasting and then, yeah, you just want to work your way all the way up and just always keep moving and write down your goals, guys. So, you know, you want to do yearly goals, midterm goals, and daily goals. For me, for my mindset, when I first wake up in the morning, and so for those who doesn't know, I work remote. I'm truly blessed and I love it as a sales development rep here at Serverline. Uh, I have a daily routine and in the morning, I'm very, it's very, very, very sacred to me the first hour when I wake up. So I'll tell you what I, my routine would look like. So this comes out to being a reactor and a non-reactor, okay, so for dopamine too as well. So dopamine has a lot of plates, right? We love our phones. We're responding. We get all these notifications. We get a shot of dopamine every time. You get a text, boom, dopamine. People, your friends reach out, hey, want to hang out? Boom, dopamine. Asking you what you're doing, ding, hey, what you doing? Boom, dopamine's like, oh, hey, what's up? That's up? So too much dopamine is not good. But the thing you don't want to do in the first in the morning is, when you wake up, uh, when I wake up, and I learned this from Jim Quake too, I, I don't touch my phone. Actually, I only touch it to turn off the alarm, but I don't check any of the notifications, no emails, no nothing, the first 15, 20, 30 minutes. I wake up, I stretch, I have a glass of water, and then I prep for the day. So, and for the day for me, is, uh just writing down my daily goals, right? And it's not like 100, 200, 300 things. You don't know how to do any that crazy, that crazy stuff for a daily goal. It's just... Three, you know, I go about a three by three. And I think Jim Quick does that too. So I like the three by three. Okay, three uh, three business goals and then three personal goals, right? Business goal, I don't know, 100 dollars, five decisions to make touch, one appointment. That's my business goal for the day. And then you have your, your personal goal. What do you need to do uh, for the day in terms of errand? And you want to prioritize that. You know, just even if you have five, six, seven, just do, put on first three. And work towards it throughout the day. And just writing down your goals is having that physical effect. Once you were to reach that goal, so once you write down your goal, right, you're now putting in your time and energy to pursue that goal, to go ahead and reach it. And once you reach that goal, you cross it out and you get a shot of dopamine. <laughs> but writing down a goal is very, very, very effective. You have a purpose. You have a why. You know what you're doing and you're working towards it. So that's really important of doing your goal. Now that's the daily goal, right? And you wanna go ahead and start journaling too, because that's what I did and that's what all the other uh CEOs and big sales professionals that I learned been doing. They write down their goals, their mid goals, their short term goals, daily goals, long term goals, yearly goals, and work towards it. And I'm telling you, when I first started my first uh, corporate career as a sales development over at Berk Street Systems, that's when I started writing my goals and everything just started to fall into place. And my goal was to become like an AE or SDR manager. I was able to go ahead and work my way up from a uh, SDR and then work my way up to be an a- enterprise AE over there until they had a company restructuring, which uh, moved me out to the non-sales role, which is the SaaS trainer role. But everything happened for a reason. I'm, <laughs> I still love Street. Yeah, I got love for you guys, but you know, I have a great, I'm better, with a very company. I'm super happy with now. So uh, it is what it is, but you know, writing down your goals really work. And then you're driving your emotion and power towards it. You have a purpose. You're not walking around every day with your fingers crossed. Just whistling in the air. Like, not knowing what to do. And just winging it. By the time you know if you do that, you stop going to the gym. You start, you stop eating right. You eat that, you know, jelly donut. And you start spiraling down a spiral. And you're like, uh, what happened here? What, Why did I do this? What did happen? And, you know, you just, just want to keep going at it. So... That's when I talk about personal development, guys, long term goals, short term goals and write it down. And I picked up this uh Mefta too, 2 from um from Jim Rohn and he he said sometimes you wanna add a little bit of drama on that, right? So he said he wa- he always wants to go to Spain. So he always wanted to go to Spain. So he had his journal under written down that he wanna to go to Spain and when he flew to Spain in the airport, in the airplane once that airplane landed and then the wheels started moving and the body started shaking and the rumbling and the sound starts breaking, he crossed that off and got that big shot of dopamine and that's just adding drama to the game. And I took that too hard and told myself, you know what? I'm gonna do that one day too and I wrote down a list of places I wanna go. Seattle, Washington, Washington DC, New York, New Hampshire, uh, you know, back to uh in Southeast Asia. And when I uh, landed this job um, over here at Serverline, their headquarters in New York, and they sent me out to New York for onboarding. So you want to know what I did? That's right. You guessed it. I did the same exact thing that Jim Rohn did for me. And I'm so happy and thankful for everything, all the content that he has that lives today. He changed my life. And I now my new goal, too, to have written in my journal is to visit wherever he's buried and just to thank him one day. Cause he made a difference in my life, an Asian kid, A Vietnamese, you know, Asian American, grew uh, grew up here, was born here, grew up here with not not much, you know, just keep going at it, staying positive, always bettering myself each and every day, always listening to his content each and every morning, and yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what I did. Landed on New York once the ball once the wheel hit, I crossed out. I was like, wow, I had such a great success. And you guys got to know, success attracts success. You work towards yourself. You'll be successful and just before we go I want to talk about one more thing when it comes to personal development too it's very 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 powerful is you know it's wishing and just versus until okay and let me say that one more time even if you're an SDR you're in a e you're in sales and again it's personal development it's for uh you know personal and business it's the word just Versus until right, so let's say you're someone new, you're always complaining, you always go, man, you know what, I wish I could just get one more sale. I wish I can just do one more. I wish I can just get that raise. I wish I can just get that time off. I wish I can just 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 what, just what you know you don't want to do just, you want to change that mindset, you want to flip it. You want to do it until I'm going to go ahead and make all the doubts until I get it, until I understand. I'm going to read all the books I can until I know what it is, until I can feel and figure out what it is, until I'm going to do it until I get there. I'm going to do it or die. That's personal development, guys. You guys, and this is for in person, inside and out. And uh, I just want to go ahead and thank you guys for tuning in. I know this is a little bit, um, probably a little bit weird, but it's only weird if you think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. It's personal development, and it helped me, and I hope it helped you. So, I want to go ahead and say thanks again for tuning in to the One Up Sales Development Podcast. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. The next episode, you guys, I'm going, jump. I'm jumping back into retail to give an episode for retail because I that's where I started. I got a lot of true love for it. Again, hopefully, maybe have Jane Baldwin one day and get his perspective on it because. Retail sales—it's also sales. Whether it is, whatever it's not, wherever you got, Sprint, Verizon, T-Mobile, Cricket, uh, Boost Mobile, whatever, whatever it is. Next episode is gonna be for you guys for the love of retail. I'm gonna go ahead and share my secrets and then show you exactly how I broke plan and became a rock star over at T-Mobile for a three X MVP for June, July, and August 2017. I was a top gunner for May 2018, breaking 150% to plan, 220 20% to plan. Uh, but more importantly, in March 2018, I was number one in the district, out of whole entire 88 reps, generating net new 36k in total revenue, and this is retail guys in store retail 36k net new, single handedly ending the month with 221% to plan, and just bringing it overall. So next episode, is gonna be for the love of retail sales, and other than that, I just wanna thank you guys for tuning in and have a great day. <laughs>